What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles. How we doing? It is March. Oh, God, I don't even know. Is it the 4th? March 4th? Is it? I don't know. You ever just, like, lose track of time and days? And even, oh, yeah, 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 March 4th. There it is. How we doing? Oh, man. It is my... It's been a fun couple of weeks staying at home, being off work with my lady and my son. He's doing great, he's gaining weight. He's a little crusher, man. Little crusher. Oh, man. So, how is everybody? I hope you're doing well. And, you know, good news, guys. Good news. Texas and Mississippi, no mask mandates going 100% open. South Dakota made mask mandates illegal in the future. You want to know why? Because we all knew it was bullshit, and this whole spell was just a one-time deal to try to get full control over people, but it's fine. Um, the funny thing is about governors, you know, they never had the power to tell you to close your businesses or put a mask on. That was all done by you, so I hope after a year you forgive yourself and move on from all that nonsense. But hey, it's okay. All the states will follow suit here really soon. They have to do it real slow, one at a time. And then it'll trickle its way, hopefully, here to Illinois. We'll be one of the last, though, because we're one of the fucking most retarded of all the states. Just so happy to be in hell. That's okay. And uh, <laughs> what's funny is you're going to see all these warriors, right? The day that you know stuff goes back to 100%, people are going to be out smiling, happy, taking it off, because then they're going to have no fear, even though they couldn't fathom a little bit of social sickness shame some eyeballs look at him like how dare you not wear a mask like yeah whatever i did the whole year it was great and the whole year of not wearing a mask in public i uh got only stopped about six or seven times and somebody actually had the balls to say something those people i actually respect at least in their point of view they had the balls to say somebody say something to me and uh let's see i got kicked out of a bookstore and uh, that's okay lawsuits are wonderful people don't understand like the whole time guys the whole time it was just you and a person behind the counter that was it. it was never the government or people enforcing things but you know you got what you wanted in illinois they signed the um new police reform bill which is very bad for um most normal citizens very good for the criminals though and if you're a police officer here in illinois which i do know some they're not having it, as if life wasn't tough enough for them already. Now it's making them go, you know, I think I might retire. But hey, what do you know? You just like to read articles and think it's about you. <laughs> oh, man. So congratulations, uh, Mississippi and Texas. You want to know why Texas opened up, guys? It's because they uh, were out of power for a couple of weeks because they're not used to snow and shitty weather. And when you have a system that you rely on in this world, you start to not you start to think more about how you're going to eat rather than a fucking mask on your face. And people just started to be like, yeah, I don't care about those things anymore. I need to survive because I'm sure in Texas, a lot of people didn't make it because they don't have they're not like Illinois where we're prepared for snow. We got salt trucks on standby plows. We understand how winters are because we're used to it up here. Texas? No, no, it's not supposed to do what it did. <clears throat> And because of that, they're like, ah, crap. 
people aren't listening anymore. They're all out of the pen. Thanks, Owen. Yeah, meaning um, people are going to do what they want, guys. They always have. Hey, hey, hey. You all right, dog? Oh, there it is. She got it up. Little hairball. <laughs> so my hat's off to, uh, not off to the, just people in Texas have probably been a lot less stupid than here in Illinois. Still in Illinois, everybody just insists. Went to the grocery store um, last week, and again, don't wear my mask. And the girl behind the counter is like, I'm going to have to ask you to put that up. And I go, no, you're not. I'm asthmatic. I don't need to tell you that. And I was in a hospital for a week because my son was born. I think you're fine. And then I just continued to be kind to her and ask what she was doing. Turns out she's getting her master's degree in uh, like uh, antiquities or something like that, history. And I'm like, well, that's a neat degree. I mean, if, you, if you're interested in it, hey, go for it. You're doing it, right? Don't get in too much debt, though. Uh, hopefully it pays your bills. I hope you're not spending hundred grand on a master's degree that isn't going to make you any money because then... You'll just have a wonderful piece of paper and a whole bunch of debt that you'll never be able to pay back because it doesn't pay shit. But, hey, if you're interested and that's what you really want to do, hey, go for it. What do I know? <clears throat> but, you know, you just, you just treat people with kindness. You're just kind to them. Uh, and that's all. That's what I did. Returned stuff yesterday at Meyer, a bunch of baby stuff that we got as gifts that we can't use or didn't want. And use that to get groceries. And I didn't wear a mask behind the counter and nothing happens, guys. Illinois next. And you can have been mad at me all you wanted for the last year, and that's fine. I like being the bad guy. No worries. Now you have to realize as soon as they sit here and go, Oh, you know what? Illinois is open tomorrow. You're going to go out with a big smile on your face. I think some people probably still wear masks because they're retarded. And uh, that's okay. I don't understand what the fear of death is in this world, guys. You're going to die one day. You know, one day. You get hit by a car tomorrow, you're out driving, or you could have drank too much alcohol that night and got some poison, you know what I mean? You literally, most of the time, folks, you die by your own hand. Everything that bad that happens to you in your life can be traced back to a shitty decision that you made. Yeah, I know. Oh, all decisions? Oh, why was I raped at that party? I'm like, why'd you go to the party? You can always backtrack this, and this doesn't mean I'm... Uh, not considerate of other people's feelings. Actually, I have a lot of compassion for people, especially this last year when I saw them just wearing two, three masks, putting on gloves and trying to go out into the world. I go, okay, you're, you're been, you've actually been living in fear a lot longer than this past year, you poor person. I'm sorry, but uh, get through it. And when you get through it and you didn't die, you should become stronger or just crushes you to the point of oblivion. But hey... Remember, it's always been you, the other person on a counter, and that's it. Oh, and by the way, if you ever have to get a temperature check, don't let them put the gun to your forehead. You, I did a Instagram live stream while I was waiting at the DMV with my lady because she had to get her license. And uh, if you feel uncomfortable when they're pointing a gun to your head, because they are, you say, I want you to take my temperature on my wrist. And if they give you shit... You say, that reminds me of a gun to my head. And that affects my mental health. Because you know what? I'm a pretty sane person. I don't have a bunch of chemicals and drugs running through my system, so I'm not living in angst all the time. But even I feel uncomfortable if somebody's putting a temperature gun to my head because that's what it simulates, cattle herding. But hey, you believe what you want and say it's just a complying... Yeah. 
complying for that so you can get into uh, your treatment bullshit, guys. I love that video I shared. Uh, there's a guy just sitting outside of a building with a lint roller, telling like just looks at people, have, puts his arms out, and they put their arms out, no questions asked, and he just lint rolls their arms and then goes, hey, waves them into the building. They think they're being like metal detectors scanned because they're not paying attention because they're so fucking terrified and being groomed like sheep. This is how you herd animals on a farm, guys. It's how you get uh, goats to get in their pens so you can milk them. Guy <laughs> yeah, was using a lint roller. Funny as hell video. That that video has uh, hundreds of thousands of views. Just a guy with a lint roller putting out arms and people are like, okay. Forgive yourself for being stupid and then move on. And uh, as the time goes on and you slowly get to see the spell wear off like I have, and now it's really coming to, uh, to it's coming to the end. They told you in the beginning, if you don't remember, uh, they said about 12 to 18 months is how long they're going to do this, like no matter what people did. And now that we're hitting the year mark, they're like, yeah, we can't go any further than this. A lot of people are just like, no. But mission accomplished for whatever they were doing, getting people to fight and all that stuff and friends to hate each other and you lose friends on your Facebook and getting endless arguments because people's true colors came out about what they really thought of the world and that's okay. It's better to know that. Better to have an open enemy than a false friend. And a lot of people have that now. But hey, you know what? You thought you were doing the right thing for the last year. If you really believe that, I, my heart goes out to you. So, Mississippi, Texas, bam, South Dakota. It's just a matter of time until it hits all the states, guys. And not that it matters it's just going to be really funny for me when i go out uh, here in illinois and that first day and people are going to be like wow isn't it great to like not wear a mask i'm like it was always great to not wear a mask because i never fucking did (laughs) (laughs) you don't care let me tell you something about vaccines this is going to get some people stirred up so when my son was born they give you a book this is a lovely book. It's called Baby 411. A tremendous piece of literature written for retarded people. Just produced this year. Brand new edition. Ninth edition 2021. Fresh off the press. So naturally I flipped to the section on vaccines. And the information in this book. I'm, I want to do a whole live stream on it. Because I just uh, I ripped it apart. I... Everything that's in there as far as information goes for vaccines not only undermines why vaccine, why you shouldn't get it. Like, they undermine their own book, like, based on their wording. Because the way this book is worded, it's condescending. It, it sounds like somebody's emotionally charged when they wrote this book, and then the emotion actually got onto paper. Like, what do you... Do you want your child to get meningitis and die? Like, that's written in there. I have a highlighted line in the book. And I'm like, who writes that in a medical book or even a book of information? Like, who writes that? That sounds like a personal piece of a mom or some woman who's jaded and is very upset. And instead of uh, letting that emotion subside before they decided to write a book about it, they uh, literally put it into print. And why would I take that seriously? Because you're angry. Um, when you're emotional, guys, you can't take stuff that seriously. Especially when you're trying to drive home a point that 
because you kind of realize that you're wrong. And I understand like being wrong sucks and you can't uh, swallow your pride and have a little humility. Humility is a good thing. It actually makes you stronger in this world, less susceptible to bullshit and nonsense. But hey, what do I know? So this book talks about the vaccines and it, it goes through, like literally tells you what's in the vaccine as far as preservatives added. And I've looked up the preservatives, guys. A lot of these things are classified as skin irritants. So not only are they classified as skin irritants, you're being injected into that. And then they talk about how mercury hasn't been in uh, any of the newborn baby vaccines since 2001. But prior to that, folks, it was in mercury was in there. However, that doesn't exclude the flu shot, meaning if you get the flu shot right now, there's mercury in that that they took out of normal vaccines back in 2001. Do you see the loophole there? If it's so bad, they should have taken it out of all vaccines. It's really fascinating stuff, and I've done some really good research for you, and I'm going to destroy it because I'm good at that. I'm good at shattering stuff that is, one, contradictory, just as you read it. It rips apart. It, 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 they lose the sale of the vaccine in the book by their own words, and it's great. Now, am I anti-vaxxers? You ain't one of those anti-vaxxers. And they talk about it. They even say in the book there's these anti-vaxxers out there. I'm like, because there's a reason, folks. Do you want to know why? The first line of the book, I'm going to read this to you in the vaccine section. This is the first line out of this chapter. Are you ready? Because it's funny. I'm going to read it to you. The very first line about... <clears throat> All right, hold on. Hold on, that's not it. Oh, man. They're like, let's talk about vaccines. Where is it at? This is great. You know, the first off, it's about inoculation, which means it has to be, uh, you know, put into you. They talk about comedian Jon Stewart for some reason in here. Herd immunity in a zombie movie. Why would you use Jon Stewart? Secret Jew. Oh, man. You need to be vaccinated. Your neighbors need to be vaccinated. Where did it go? Oh, okay. Anyway, point is, this thing is just goofy, and I'm going to do a whole stream on it because this information, one, is gold, and two, needs to be uh, heard from people. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous, this kind of stuff. Like, the fact that it's even in here would be... Look at this. Here, here's a line. And if you think your child would be safe because everyone else vaccinates his or her kids, you'd be wrong. And in parentheses, and very selfish, we might add. That sounds like a piss. Like uh, that sounds like somebody who's got a grudge on their shoulders, guys. That's in a, a medical book they gave me for my son. That's real words I'm reading to you off a page. That emotion was transcended into a book. I'm sorry to tell you, but. You just undermined your own book. I'm not going to read this and take you seriously when you say very selfish. Um, we're all selfish, guys. You care about your own kids more than anybody else's if you have them. Fact. Don't pretend like, oh, I care about the people in India. No, you don't. You would have gotten on a plane to go, so stop with the, the self-righteous, oh, I, I want to change the world because you don't have the balls to look at yourself in your own misery. Right? Oh my God. Look at this. Here's, here's the line. It says, the first question is, who came up with the idea of vaccinations in the first place? 
here's a sentence that I highlighted that you should listen to. Ready? It took centuries of observation as well as trial and error, in parentheses, and sometimes error meant death. So right off the bat, one of the first lines in this chapter, they let you know, like, oh, we killed a lot of people. <laughs> and if you guys really want to know more about why there's such a, uh, I guess, you want to call it an anti-vax movement. No, it's called people that are just cautious of the shit. They're trying to outweigh the risk and rewards of these things, okay? Because there are links to autism, even though it tries to debunk it in this book. Have you ever, here, do yourself a favor, go Google the Tuskegee experiment. This was an experiment done on African-American men for 40 years where they injected them with syphilis just to see how syphilis would react naturally. 40 years, guys. That's two generations of people. 40 years. 1932 to 1972. It took them 40 years until they were like, there's a bad idea. So when you talk about trial and error, yeah, you should really go look at what those trials were before you're so quick to just inject your kid with some stuff. Because you think it's just about protecting them from a disease. It's not, folks. And this is coming from a guy who 10 years ago never questioned anything. Was like, yeah, just do what they say. I trust them. But now I'm like, no, there are effects. And you should be aware of all information, all sides. Especially when it comes to the preservatives, the additives and things that are in all vaccines. Which they list in this Baby 411 book that I'd be happy to share with you in a live stream. Because you need to know. And this is, it's just, and the wording, very selfish, we might add. I go, who says that in a book that's trying to give me information um, to raise my child? Uh, I don't think so. You sound like you're very disgruntled because I think you believe something, and now you're one of those people that did all these things. And I get it. If you made a decision for your child, and here, when I was in, when my son was born, he had low blood sugar which needed to stabilize so we tried some glucose which you know I already i don't like putting fake poisonous chemicals into my son but i did what they said i i took the doctor's suggestion the next suggestion since it didn't stabilize was he said let's put an iv of sugar into your son to get those sugar levels up because allegedly you know sugar levels affect a baby's brain okay there was a few other treatment options, and but this doctor really pushed the IV. He pushed it based on all oh, that we didn't, the glucose didn't work, so now we need to do this. And I, we and my lady were really tired, and we said, okay, let's just do it. And we gave in because we had been up for about 24 hours straight. And as I wheeled my son, well, I watched the doctors and nurses from the NICU wheel my son out into the hall, and I followed because he wasn't going to be alone because I'm not going to leave my fucking son alone with anybody because I am a dad, and I'm not one of these people who's just like, oh, yeah, just let strangers watch your children. You're retarded. And then you wonder why your kid's having problems as they get older. <clears throat> so we walk in the hall, and immediately I had this feeling of sickness come over me. I began to sweat. I got very nauseous, lightheaded, kind of dizzy. I felt like I was going to pass out or throw up. And I told the doctor walking down the hall, I'm like, I don't have a good, like, there was something telling me this wasn't a good idea. Like, I was making a bad decision for my son, like, right off the bat. And I told the doctor, I'm like, I don't have a good feeling about this. He's like, bad, bad, good feeling about what? And, and I don't know what he said down the hall. And as we, I just felt sick the whole time. 
And I'm sitting in the NICU, and after 20 minutes, they're trying to find a, a vein, taking a light to my son and jabbing him. He's screaming for 20 minutes, screaming. And after 20 minutes, I, I was like, that's enough. I was like, we're going to do something else. And they did. And now he's fine. A couple of weeks later, he's crushing it like a champion. But I'm going to tell you right now, that decision I had to make, I understand, folks. Like, if you decided to get vaccines and then maybe realize, like, oh, shit, that might not have been a good idea. And now there's problems because that was your responsibility. And you thought you were doing what was best for your child. Trust me, I have a lot of compassion. And I feel for you. I really do. This is why I'm talking about vaccines and what they're trying to push on people and why sometimes I believe there might be a lot more risks than there is reward for it. You just don't see it. You have to look down the long term. And don't get me wrong, I get it. Oh, what about all the what about all the things and the germs and the stupid doop doop doos and you're like, I know. Hold please. Alright, I'm I'm back. I had to do a quick little pause here because I had to go feed my son and get him dressed. Because that's what you do when you're um, when you're with somebody, you know. You know, men do. I've seen a lot of ladies complain about how men don't need it. Dude, we don't need to help. I help my son with these first few weeks, but the men have to go do what they do, is just get back to work and protect and provide. It's not 1955, Matt. No. But uh, my woman understands. That's why I love her. And uh, I don't mind helping because I like my son. And uh, if I think about our, my parents' generation, uh, I don't think my dad ever did. I mean, maybe he did. I know a lot of people's dads didn't. They weren't fucking helping changing diapers and shit. So stop. Stop with the complaint. I can't, That's what I'm asking for people um, once I get back to this vaccine thing. But first, real quick, stop complaining. Stop being ungrateful. If you have, if you're in a relationship, you're married or whatever, and you're getting any help that a guy doesn't, or vice versa, doesn't have to do, you know, like here's a here's a good way to realize how relationships can work. Um, if you're out working all week, you shouldn't have to come home and clean the house. I think that's fair. Well, what if we both work? I go figure it out. But if you're home all day and you can't clean for the, your significant other, your husband coming home. I mean, come on, guys. This is really how the world works that we set up. Oh, you sound like a misogynistic person. No, I'm a realist, guys. If I have to do everything, I wouldn't have been in a relationship or had a child where I literally have to do all the work, come home, do all the work at home, and all the other work. It's retarded. And you know it's retarded. So anyway, moving on. Back to the vaccines. Yeah, so this baby 411 book, dude. Oh, it's hilarious. I am going to... Ah, I'm just going to talk about it on the live stream. It's going to be great. But back to the NICU story. My son, I I felt like I was doing the wrong decision. And I was. And now he's doing fine. And so my point is, these things that anyone suggests, whether it's a doctor, your neighbor, uh, a guru a priest, a lawyer. These are all suggestions based on the information that you give them and then you have to decide what you do. That's all life is. It's 100% offers in this world. Here's what I'm offering. What are you going to do about it? And everything on you 
Dude, your overall health and well-being is on you. That's your responsibility. It's not the doctor's responsibility. It's not my responsibility. It's fucking yours. And the idea that you thought other people should wear masks so you feel better is retarded because you're too scared to look at yourself and your own unhealthy lifestyle. I went to Meyer because I always go to Meyer and I never wear a mask. I saw my Romanian lady who grew up in Romania. And she grew up on a farm, and she understands what communism and things look like. Because Romania, if you look into the history of that, has already been through what America is trying to go through right now. And uh, it doesn't take too well over there. And after a generation grows up, they understand, uh, you know, in hindsight, what was wrong. And now they're like, yeah, never again. That's why these things only work like one time in areas. And once they're destroyed... The generation after that becomes very aware. Just like in the next couple of years, you're really going to learn how retarded mask wearing is and how retarded you were for getting mad at your neighbor and how retarded it was. But you know what? That's okay. It seems to be how history repeats itself. So my Romanian lady I was just sharing with me about how her husband, um, he's got some precancerous cells in his gut. And as she talks, she's like, I know it's about diet. I know it's about this, but he just doesn't want to change. And even though that's her husband, she can't do anything to make him change, even though that's her husband. He has to make the decision. He has to do the work. He has to be the one to, like, here's, if you haven't changed, like, if you had, here, I could tell you right now that most of your ailments can be cured if you just don't eat shit. If you get off the American diet and the convenient diet and actually pay attention to what's going into your body and mind. Trust me, I believe you're going to be a lot healthier because I have. And she knows that about me because she saw me years ago when I was fat, like drinking three, like two five-hour energy shots all day, every day. She was worried about me and as she should have been because I was in very poor health about six years ago. And she saw me transform, lose 70 pounds, get fit, uh, not look like I'm going to die every day, actually have uh, some energy, real life. Why? Because I made a decision six years ago. And that decision led me down to a bunch of other decisions, which eventually got me to my overall health and well-being, which made me go, oh, wow, um, this really is all about my choice and having to choose to stay away from certain things. And you have to decide for yourself. You can't just take a, a doctor. I'll tell you the same fucking thing. Even if you went to the doctor and he's like, all right, you need to lose weight and you need to get watch your diet. And you're like, okay, well, is there a pill I can take? Is there a shot I can put in my arm that makes me not have to do this extensive amount of work on myself? No, there isn't. And then, you know, you can bitch, moan, and complain about it for months and years after that. And then when you get sick, try to have that self-pity despair shit because you're like, oh my God, I got cancer now. I will wonder why. Doctor warned you years ago to stop fucking around and you didn't listen. I know because this is me. People warned me and I didn't listen. It's always on you. And this poor woman has to sit there and she knows because she's not completely Americanized. She understands. She's got that tough Romanian backstory where she's like, yeah, I, you know, I can't make him do anything. I go, exactly. You can't force anyone to do anything. Everybody has to do this for themselves. And even if everybody complied with your stupid nonsense this whole time, you still wouldn't be okay because you don't want to change your lifestyle at all. You don't want to give up the stupid shows. You don't want to give up the shitty eating. You don't even want to go and try to do 20 minutes of weightlifting. You don't want to do shit. And that's the truth. But you know what? Start there at least. At least be honest about it. Be like, I don't fucking want to do anything. Great. It starts with honesty. And then you build from there. One step at a time. One day at a time, guys. 
<clears throat> and it takes a while. And pretty soon, once you work down that for a couple of years, you'll be amazed on the results that you get. And then you'll look back and be like, wow, I wish I would have did this sooner. And, you know, I get it. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, these are the problems. This is reality. And you can lie to me all you want. Lie to others. Me, you know, if I just listen to my doctor and take a medication. And here's how I know I'm making sense to people. As I was talking to this, my Romanian lady. And she was telling me, I'm like, you know, about gut. I'm like, you know, try to you know, tell your husband to like just, you know, quit the soda pop. You know, just cut soda out completely. Just stop. You'll f immediately see results of weight and health just by doing that. Because all the chemicals and sugar, it's awful, guys. People wonder why they're fucking sick. And then you don't even read the label and see there's nothing but chemicals in everything that you eat and drink. And you think, like, well, I only had one soda today. I'm like, that's one too many. Like, in all honesty, this is just my experience and opinion. Stop with all that shit. I haven't drank soda in years. It's gross to me now. Like, I don't even desire it. And the thing is, the longer you get away from it, the more you can train yourself to be away from it, you don't even want it anymore after a period of time. Like, we had to take our son... Uh, to the pediatrician the other day and we had to go to the DMV and we had an hour so we decided to go get some food at a local place and that's the like first time we've been out in a long time and the food was fucking awful like I got some quesadillas my mom got an omelet it was just awful like I make such better food at home because I buy good food and then I just cook all the time and she cooks all the time and we just eat healthy and then we're like and then when you eat shitty food you're like ugh and you think, you know, because it's that idea. It's like, well, I want to go out and have a good time. And and, you, and that's all lies. Because when you're out and you eat it, you're like, ugh, God, why would I make this? I'm like, I could have just thrown a really good chicken in the oven and made some stuff that doesn't take that long. And then, oh, I don't feel like shit afterwards. And again, this took me years, guys. So, again, easier said than done. I know. But you know what? The longer you wait, the more shitty you're going to feel the more you're going to dig yourself into a hole that is going to be just harder to climb out as time goes on. So do yourself a favor. Start today. Don't wait. One thing at a time. Try not drinking soda today. And then I gave her that advice. I said, just tell your husband what is he willing to do today to better his health. Just today. Not like, oh, I got to quit all these things because that's overwhelming when you're like, you have to change your entire lifestyle today. That, that's too much. Nobody can handle it, especially in today's world. So you have to... Ask, what am I willing to do today? Okay, today I'm I'm willing to not have soda. Just today. Boom. That's a start. It's something. It's better than nothing. And then you build from there. <clears throat> and then this girl comes up. She's like, I heard you talking about uh, naturopathic medicine. And uh, my I, that's my area. Here's a medication. And I looked at her and was like, ugh. See, that's everybody's quick answer. You think medication's like your fucking solution to everything. No. Medicine is not a diet, guys. Medicine is a, a fix, a temporary instant relief of some ailment or pain that you're in. But long-term, it's not going to fix you. Okay? The long-term work takes daily effort. And this is what separates unhealthy, miserable people from people that are actually having a good time in life. doesn't mean life doesn't hit you and you have shit to deal with. But you can deal with it with a better mentality. Trust me. <clears throat> so... She was pushing this freaking uh, medication or something, and I'm just like, ugh. She's like, I know, like, I forget what it was, but I was just like, no, that's not the answer. But 
you know what? If that's what you have to do to start to get you to that way, I understand. I used to drink red line shots because I liked energy and then I weaned myself off. I had a, like, it just altered my entire being for like seven months and then I got off of it and I don't do it anymore. And I'm still working on caffeine stuff. Coffee now is like my go-to. Not all the vices, guys. I understand that. But when you're literally eating like 85% clean, 15% not, you're going to see a big difference. And if that number's reversed, nah. Just because you ate a banana that day or went to the gym for two hours, but yet you went out and got fucking portillos afterwards, it defeats the purpose. You're really just, you're literally on a merry-go-round. You're just going in circles. You're not going to get anywhere. You got to get off the merry-go-round and leave the fucking carnival. That's what you have to do. But what do I know? I've only got, you know, over half a decade worth of experience and life-altering changes for my own life. And, uh, tons of people I know share and I lead by example, but that's okay. Yeah. You know what? Hey, whatever you go ahead and you listen to that doctor for that quick, easy fix. Again, it's just a suggestion. They just suggest based on that. They're like, well, you could do this and you do it and you're like, okay, but that's not the answer. <laughs> the quick fix medicated solution is not the answer guys. Chemotherapy is not the best treatment for cancer. Have you tried looking into your food at all? Because I'm telling you right now, food is everything. Everything that goes into your body and mind is why you're miserable. It has a big part to play with your health. And if you're fat, overweight, you know, and you feel depressed all the time, I'm here to tell you it's probably because of the way you're eating. It has nothing to do with what you've accomplished in life. It's got a lot to do with what you're ingesting with all that poison. It affects everything. I know. I was that guy. And I'm trying to help you out to let you know there's a way out of hell. And you have to make that decision today. Not tomorrow or as it gets... But, you know, if it gets worse, hey, that's on you. But don't bitch about it later. Don't bitch about it in a few years when you have, uh, you know, diabetes and you're just like, well, I thought I couldn't change my health six years ago. I'm like, well, I'm just going to die. This was a great life. I guess 30 is as high as I'm going. And now I'm in the best shape of my life because your mind will tell you that you can't do it. And you know what? You can. You just have to choose today. One thing, one day at a time. And as you, as the months and weeks and years go on, you're going to realize and look back and go, I'm glad I'm in this good habit of living now. Healthy habit of mind, body, and soul. And that's all. <clears throat> it's on you. And again, my Romanian lady, I'll give her some suggestions and I could tell her what I know and so I have my lady call her. my lady's a uh, psychology of eating uh, specialist who consults with women to help them with their bodies and stuff and I could just offer suggestions to her that she can give to her husband and again it's on him he may just accept like eh, I got precancerous cells in my stomach that's it and you know what all right you have to accept that some people want to drink themselves to death with alcoholism. You can't save them. I accept that too. Let them go. Heroin. I get it. Diabetes. I get it. There's nothing you can do for these people. You can put them in any office. You can drive them to the doctor's appointment. You can sit there. You can talk to them on the phone for hours. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they have to decide what is best for themselves. And that is something I think a lot of people can't accept. <clears throat> You have to let people go, and you have to let them suffer to figure it out. And if they get through and they pass it the test for themselves, dude, there'll be another beacon of light for other people, and it'll be wonderful. And that's how we work as humans. Or you just let them fall, and that's okay, too. 
Let them fall. It's okay. <sighs> Vaccines. Good luck. And why would you get a vaccine now after nine months? Be like, it's okay. I felt like shit for three days. It was worth it, though, to have something that didn't even really affect me. It's like, oh, whatever. I'm not saying people are stupid. They're just like, they're just like animals on a farm being herded. That's all it is. It's just operating on bad information. And most people, uh, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. And that's okay. For me, um, gratitude has a big part to play in why I have such a nice, positive outlook on life. What are you talking about, Matt? You're such a cynic. You're always bashing people. I'm like, no, I care about people. If I really didn't give two flying fucks about you or anyone else, I wouldn't share this information with you. I would hoard it to myself. I would hoard my experience, but that would be selfish of me to not let you know like how things have changed in my life because of these things. You know, I got off the merry-go-round six years ago, and I decided to change literally everything. And when you tell people that, change everything about your life, of course most people are going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Of course most, most people aren't willing to do that. That's a tall order. Change everything? But I like this one thing about me. It's like, it's not about that. You won't enjoy this life if you continue down that road of despair. <clears throat> it's going to be very, very miserable. So anyway, uh, my son's healthy. My woman's healthy. It's almost spring. It's going to be a beautiful year. It's going to be wonderful. Nothing new under the sun, folks. States are opening up. Forgive yourself for believing the spell carry on with life because the old world is dead the new world's here and I'm not talking about the new world order I'm talking about you can't go back to the way it was you never could it's over and that's okay this is better so take that time self-reflect do makes the changes necessary to your life that make you um, healthy and God bless you do it it's, it's great and if you do do it I'll respect you from my end and I'll also go good for you and then that's how life continues on respect is a much more valuable currency than liking somebody you may not like me but you respect me and I understand that today as a grown man so don't take yourself too seriously it's like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking <laughs>